Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, everybody. You all, everybody. <laughs> that was a little glimpse into popular culture in the early 2000s because that little little snippet I just sang there, that's from uh, Charlie, the character Charlie in Lost. He was like a British rock star and people would, you know, recognize him on the and they recognize him from his, their, the band's one big hit. That literally just went like this. You all, everybody. You all, everybody. You all, everybody. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Guess what? It's nearly Christmas. It's Christmas, Charlene. It's nearly Christmas. Huh? Are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? Hey, I love saying that to people. It's one of those things that you start off saying ironically, you know, uh, you ready for Christmas, you know, when you've got nothing to say to people. But I like saying it straight away because I like to have that back and forth that you have every time with it where you go, oh, you ready for Christmas? And they go, well, can you even be bloody ready for Christmas? And you go, well, well, as long as you got some booze and they go, well, of course I've got some bloody booze. And you go, oh, God, yeah, you're probably going to drink it. And they go, yeah, I'll need it. I bloody need it. So I ask everyone if they're ready for Christmas, and that's the answer. But I went out today, and I bought that's for my presents, baby. Look, I recommend doing this, no matter what age you are, and no matter what time of year. Go to a toy shop and just look around. That's all I did today. I went to a toy shop. I went to Smith's Toys. Hello, Dart. He had a <laughs> Smith's Toys had an advert in the nineties where the owner of Smith's Toys talks to Darth Vader and he sells to... <laughs> it's like how are you Dart I did it I did it a couple of weeks ago um I smoked a little bit of weed and uh, sh- uh I went to a toy shop and I spent about two and a half hours in there oh it's for Tony's birthday yes so I did a um I did Tony's podcast Tony Cantwell's podcast in Cork uh with Killian Sunderland Sunderman I always go to say Sunderland. <laughs> Sorry, Killian. Tony, it was near Tony's birthday, but he was telling us in the car, like, he, he likes presents. He likes to get things you can, like, do or play with. Like, you, But when you're older, you get given money, and then that just goes spills, whatever. So I went into the toy shop with the intention of getting a toy for Tony. and ended up buying him a Nerf gun. Every boy wants a gun. Every girl wants a gun. Guns, phallic for men, uh, sexual for women. I don't know. <laughs> Men hold it. Women rub it. End up buying them a Nerf gun. I spent two and a half hours there. Is the whole point because I couldn't just like there's a different it's a different world these days. You know, when we were kids, we had Monopoly, Cluedo, um, Guess Who, fucking Kaplunk. But toys these days, man. I tell you, it's all like goo and just mad rule. <laughs> this, I'm, I'm, how can how can I explain? board games today to you do you know what i mean anyway this board game fucking anything everything tipping point the chase all that kind of shite worth looking around for them just all toys in general i recommend it get a little bit high or don't because it's illegal actually and uh go to a toy shop so i did that today uh, and i got all my christmas stuff done so aren't i a fucking hero aren't i and i'm good at presents man I'm good. At, I don't know why you. I don't know why you're trying to convince me. I'm not good at presents. I'm very good at presents. I think about it. I think, what would a person want? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Man's playing in how to buy a present. Uh, what I do, yeah. Uh, well, listen to me. What I do is, I think what the person would want. 
and then I buy it for them. What I mean is I just put a little bit more effort in. I don't, you know, a lot of people stop at, what are they? Oh, they're a boy. Okay, I'll get them anything that's to do with a boy. Here's a fucking drill. Uh, here's a whiskey. <laughs> what do they call them? Fucking ice, whiskey ice cube things. Ice stone. Whiskey stones. That's the one. Whiskey stones. Where's your stones? But I like to put a bit of effort in. Okay? I like to get, I like to listen and apply. I call it play. Present, colon. Listen, apply, dash, you. Uh, and I call it the play procedure. So that is present, colon, listen, apply, dash, you. It's very simple. It's a very simple process. And that's Pat and Brendan. So if any TED Talkers or motivational speakers want to uh, use that, get fucked. Get fucked, mate. You ain't touching that. That's mine. The play process is mine, baby. Uh, so I always apply play. When it comes to Christmas. And I think I nail it. Or any birthday. Or a birthday present. Or any present. Hey, what's coming up for you? I'm pointing a member of the audience. It's my son's bar mitzvah. Play. And she's yeah, I'll play. Hey, what's coming up for you? Yeah, it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Play. Hey, you, what's what's the... Yeah, why, what are you buying lately? A gift from my wife. I cheated on her. Play. Everyone starts screaming. They throw money at me. I win. Last week, I discussed in length or some length, that's what she said, about the Avatar 2 premiere that I was attending at the time and have attended right now. That's how time works. For Avatar 2, the walk, the walk of the, the wind, the wind, the way of the windy, wa- the water wind way world, the water wind, the waterway, the waterway will world wind. Avatar, Avatar, the second, the sequel to Avatar. I went to that premiere. It's about water. And if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know that I was very excited for it. I was actually kind of giddy. And in my head, I was thinking, like, this is going to be weird. There's going to be, like, weirdo celebrities there. I wasn't expecting Bono, but I was at least expecting Adam Clayton, who's in the YouTube, in case you're wondering. I was thinking, you know, it's going to be weird. My friend Joey was coming along. He actually said he was going to wear a tuxedo. So I was like, right, okay, I'm going to dress up. I want to look cool if it's like a premiere. You know, it's the fucking launch of James Cameron's Avatar 2 Walk of the Water World Way. What? The wa- the wand, the wo- the way of the water world uh, 2, Avatar 2. So I thought, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put some style into this, right? My friend Ashling lent me a shirt that she has. Uh, she also lent me a Mac, a man's Mac. It was like a blue color because Avatar 2, Navi, blue. That's the Avatar 2, Navi, blue. What are you going to do when they come for you? So I decided to borrow that. It was a man's Mac. And the reason I say that is because she is not a man. But when she bought it in Paris, apparently, the man was shouting at her, man, 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 in like English, even though he's French, to try and make sure that she knew it wasn't for women. Because, you know, the French, they hate androgyny. Notorious for it. Yeah, I was looking good. I had my Doc Martens on, some nice trousers. I've, I've said before, I'm a very scruffy man. I'm a really scruffy man usually. So I do I do kind of feel uncomfortable if I'm in a position where I'm dressed nice, but not everyone is dressed nice. So, you know, I had to walk to meet Joey in the Black Sheep, Cable Street. Walk down Cable Street, just normal fucking, it's like six o'clock in the evening, afternoon, evening, sir. I felt a bit uncomfortable, so, you know, I was checking myself out in like cars and the windows of the shops. And I thought, you know, I look all right. It's not, I'm wearing a fucking, I look, I look like Rick Astley basically dancing through the Never Gonna Give You Up video. But there was actual shoppers around. Get into the pub. Think, you know, still feel overdressed, but still look good. 
Joey turns up. He's not wearing a tux. He said he was going to wear a fucking tux. Of course he's not going to wear a tux. He was in work before. He's not going to sit at his desk wearing a tuxedo, is he? That would be insane. Although that reminds me, I was working for the Royal College of Physicians. And uh, what do they call them when they don't work there, but they agency person, someone from an agency. Temp or temp, that's the one. It was like Halloween or something. And people told him that we were going out afterwards. This wasn't like a prank or anything. I think the intention was for some people to go out, like to get a drink afterwards. <laughs> I go into work and he's already in there and he's <laughs> he sat there. That is, uh, and bear in mind, this is just, he was like an Australian guy. He was just a young lad. He just used to wear suits, right? There's no indication that he was into anything uh, that might be a hobby that not a lot of people might be into or he had any kind of preference or anything like that. It's just normal looking guy in a suit who looked quite young. He was Australian. <laughs> he was in like full dress. He was wearing a dress and like a pink, like ladies bob. Uh, <laughs> And like glittery, I think he was wearing like glittery leggings and stuff. Now, I'm not laughing because he's wearing women's clothes. I'm laughing at the fact that no one else dressed up or even put on a costume. And he had to sit there all day typing, typing at his desk, dressed like that. Oh, it was fucking brilliant. I loved it. And, you know, fair fair to him. I think it was the Australian in him. He didn't give a fuck. But it was a very funny sight. Anyway, so he's not wearing a tux. So I think, oh, okay, I feel a bit overdressed. We drink our pints. We go to the IMAX, the large cinema. The I stands for large cinema. We go in there, bottom floor, nothing. No, no, there was no indication that it, it barely looked like the fucking place was open, to be fair. We were like, oh, okay. Well, maybe there's a different way in or whatever. We stood there. We were waiting for the ticket boy. He was talking to some people. And we were queuing there. And we were just thinking, like, this is weird. like, he's taking ages. Some woman rocks up, she's got shopping bags, fucking coat on, she just goes up the escalator. We were like, fuck this, we're going up. Anyway, we go right to the top. I was expecting, at the very least, some kind of, like, <laughs> press event, you know, like, the blue carpet for the Navi, for the Avatar, the blue carpet is spread. Oh, there's pictures, there's Adam Clayton's there, he's, oh, he's doing thumbs up next to a Navi. That kind of shite, that kind of just fucking ridiculous press shite. We get to the top. It's like a blue rug. It's just a blue rug on the floor with, like, Avatar and cardboard. There's a photographer, but he wasn't, he wasn't giving a fuck. You had to go up to him if you wanted your picture taken. And people were just dressed, like... I, when I say normal, I, I just mean, like, zero effort. I mean, the style, anyway, in Ireland is fucking awful. The women, not too bad. But the men, oh, my God, no style. It's the worst style in the world. It, it, I, I was going to say take a poll, but there's no need. I can fucking declare it. Irish men have the worst style in the entire world. It's awful. Absolutely god-awful. Anyway, we get there. There's no fanfare or anything like that. There's no celebrity. The only celebrities there, quotation marks, was Dermot Bannon, who does an architecture show on RTE, which is, if you know, like, Grand Designs, Kevin MacLeod, he's like the budget Kevin MacLeod. I don't mean that as a diss. It's just matter of fact. You know, Kevin MacLeod, that's, he's top spot for when it comes to buildings and talking about them. You're the budget. You're the budget. Okay, sorry, Dermot. And then some lad from the AIB, Bank of Ireland adverts, perhaps Baz from the Bank of Ireland adverts, basically. That was it. That's who we saw. So, you know, my fucking balloon was deflated. The I'm kind of embarrassed because, like, obviously, obviously it was going to be like that. It's not an Irish film for a start, so why would they have a massive premiere? Two, it's just a fucking sequel for Avatar 2, Walker of the Way of World. We, the Weed of the One Way for Water 2. 
It's not, I was thinking like James Cameron's going to be there, like Sam Worthington's going to be there, like in his wheelchair. He doesn't have a wheelchair, his character did. You know, that kind of crack. But it wasn't. It was just fucking dog shit. So we're like, all oh, right. So I was a bit fucking deflated. I was overdressed. We go to go in and Joey's like, I've lost my ticket. Bear in mind, I gave him the ticket when we walked in the place, right? So it's been not even 10 minutes. It's like, I've lost my ticket. And uh, we smoked a bit of weed beforehand. We smoked a little bit of weed and we were very high. Because uh, obviously it's the Avatar 2 Waterworld premiere. And he lost his ticket within 10 minutes of being in the place. And we, <laughs> he was like freaking out a bit. He was looking at the security bit. Sorry, I should say he didn't smoke any weed. I did, just me. Just me. He doesn't touch the stuff in case of anything. I'm just letting you know he doesn't touch It's just me anyway. And I was freaking out a bit, looking at the security, thinking like, can we get through without showing the ticket? We looked for it, right? And then we came back up. <laughs> we said to the, one of the girls upstairs who worked in the cinema, Joey went up and said, look, I've lost my ticket. Has anyone handed in a ticket? <laughs> and she said, and look, I can only imagine after she said it, hopefully, like about two hours later, she was like, oh, what the fuck? Why did I say that? But she basically, he went up to her and said, I've lost my ticket for the movie. Has anyone handed a ticket? And she said, no, no. But if you want to come to me after the movie, we'll see if anyone's handed it in. <laughs> and both of us went, uh, uh, uh. And you can see the mental gymnastics of like, am I going to point out what a stupid thing that is to say? To say, look for your ticket for the movie after the movie's ended. But we both just kind of went, oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, it was clear she didn't really have the power to kind of find a fucking ticket or whatever. So anyway, she was like, look, I'm going to go look for it. So I stayed up on that floor and I could see him on the second, on the floor below, looking around, this head down, checking around all the corners near the Maltesers, the M&Ms, you know, the fucking Avatar 2 branded uh, two litre cups with straws. Uh, and then all of a sudden I saw his little, his little heels skip whoop, and he pointed at the floor. There it is. He ran over and picked it up. Day saved. Well done. Day saved. It was just on the floor. No one even fucking bothered. This there were nothing. This is adds to the atmosphere of the whole thing. It was nothing. It was a, it was nothing. It was a damp squib. It was a wet squid. So that's all that fucking palaver got. We go in, right? <laughs> the <gut. laughs> The ticket says free popcorn and water. We oh how oh thank you so much. By the way, water's free in Ireland. Not to buy from a shop, but from a tap. So free water, nothing. That's nothing. You might as well say free air. Doesn't impress me much. So you think water's free? We go in there. There's popcorn. It's just in a paper bag on the fucking seat. The 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 first hour of being in that movie theater and watching the movie was like listening to the sound through a fucking ham radio. It was just it was just a constant rustle. It's insane. It drives me wild. That's why I don't go to this cinema. This drives me fucking nuts. Some woman pops up and she's introducing the movie. She's the Disney CEO of Ireland, the head of Ireland, Disney. Which, I mean, is that that impressive? It's just like a manager, isn't it? It's not like she's making like Irish movies with fucking Mickey Mouse in it. So, I mean, it is impressive. It's a big job. Whatever. Okay, I'll give her a little bit of respect for that. Whatever. But anyway, she introduces the movie and she's like, um, she says, I'm introducing the movie and um, I'm not going to take your time because you will be spending three hours and 28 minutes here. And you can hear like everyone go, fuck, oh, no, I need a piss. Um, and then she's like, enjoy the magical world of Pandora, brilliantly crafted by James Cameron or some shite to that effect. Anyway. Um, it turns out she was the woman who went up the stairs with the fucking shopping bags. Like, she's the head. She's head honcho. She wasn't even trying. Do you know what I mean? And I'm here looking like Rick Astley fucking accepting the award at the Grammys. The film begins, right? 
look, okay, it's not a bad movie, right? But it's fucking dumb. It's so dumb. It's so unbelievably dumb. Avatar 1, right, was fantasy, whatever, blue people, all CGI. But at the very least, it didn't feel too fantastical. Like, the story was quite tame and you can understand if it was going and you didn't need to have a fucking degree in like fucking naviology to understand what was going on right it was still kind of grounded even though it was funny this one's lost the absolute plot it's like i would describe it as an attempt at james cameron to cameron to do like tribal shakespeare like as fantasy shakespeare because uh, everything is just said so ridiculous some of the lines are absolutely fucking insane but the story is anyway hey jordan here from the future or, well, the future from when I recorded this originally. But the past to you. Obviously, because that's how recording works. The spoilers up ahead, by the way. If you care about that kind of shit, I don't know why you would. It doesn't really affect anything, really, does it? Does it really? Does it? I don't know. Does it? Does he fuck? But just let you know, the spoilers ahead. You've been warned. But the story is, anyway. They've lived there a while. Jake Sully's got some kids. Uh, Sigourney Weaver's avatar in it was, for some reason, kept in a tank, even though it died. And got pregnant and gave birth. So there's a there's a Sigourney Weaver avatar baby born born from Sigourney Weaver's avatar, which if you're wondering avatar is the Navi thing that they would put their mind into. Right? So she's born. They don't specifically say what happened. So all I could think the whole time was, did someone fuck her like body while she was in a tank? Why how is this and why are they not more freaked out that it got pregnant? But then they kind of hint towards the end that it was like another Avatar science man uh, in the Avatar body. They got fucking hog wild on each other, tore each other's asses up. Navi style, you know, swinging from fucking trees going, wow, get down with the sickness. Anyway, she gives fucking birth. That kid's hanging around with Jake Sully's kids. They're called like Bunk, fucking Kitty. One's called Kitty, uh, Bunk and fucking Stompo. Or not Stompo, it was like sh- sham- Shampoo or something. Bunk, Kitty and Champers. And then fucking Little Scorny Weaver, her name's like fucking Natasha or something. Turns out <laughs> Army Man is back from the first one, who died in the first one, right? But guess what? They put his consciousness into a fucking Na'vi body. So he's back, right? And now he has the tactile strength of a fucking Na'vi, man. He's his kick-ass. <laughs> Not only that, they've also included all his mates as Na'vi who died in the last one. What they did, they put his consciousness on some disc, made a fucking clone, whatever. It took like 10 years, 15 years for them to get back. He's back anyway. You can't remember actually dying, and he's not technically the same person, but he kind of is. Oh, by the way, one of the kids, right, Bunk, they have a little human mate. (laughs) And he's like this white guy with like blonde dreads and a little boy. Oh boy, I say he's like 15. And he's like fully... Uh, I refer to myself as a padophile of how much I love Ireland. So therefore, like, uh, he's an avophile. He's he's horny for the Avatar people. So that little boy's name's Spider, right? So there's Bunk. He's mates with Spider. Spider wants to fuck Natasha. Um, he's horny for her. She's kind of horny for him. Army Man's coming back. They have to go to... They have to get out the trees. They have to go to Water World because Army Man, now he's Navi Army, he can just walk in to the fucking mountain world where they live and kill them. Uh, so they have to go to Waterworld and they go to the Waterworld tribe and the king of the Waterworld, Na'vi. So all these people, they're like a different kind of breed of Na'vi. They're lighter skinned 
and they have like thick fucking Popeye arms. Their arms are like Popeye's arms, and then they have like thick tails, and it's so they can like fucking swim through the water. Um, I was kind of confused as to why they won't be darker because they're out in like the massive sun. There's no shade, and they live in like huts on the beach. They go out into the water, but it makes more sense that there would be like a light blue because then they can camouflage in the wonderful waters of Pandora created by James Cameron. So anyway, guess what? Fucking these kids are the king, fish king. They do not like their fucking Jack Selleck kids. They especially do not like Bonk. You know why they don't like Bonk? Because he's getting horny for their sister. They get into a fight. And I didn't realize at this time, but like Jake Sully's kids, they've got four fingers. And the fucking normal Navi have three fingers, like fucking cartoon. So they're teasing them for having like four fingers, which is mental, right? And there's one scene where like Bunk's like, yeah, I got a little finger. See this little finger here? Yeah, it's maybe weird. But guess what I can do? He can do this. And he like clenches his fist. And I can also do this. And he punches the fucking Fish King kid in the face. And he's like, that's called a punch. They didn't know. Na'vi had never punched anyone before, ever. They've never used their hands to physically attack someone. It's mental. They only use like bows and shit. I've never... It didn't. I don't know why that was. I found it really annoying for some reason. Of course, they've got fingers and hands. Of course, they would hit things. Jake Sully has taught his kids how to punch, and they're spreading it across Pandora. And it's going to be a worldwide trend. There's going to be violence on the streets of Pandora. They have a fight. Jake Sully's like, "Fucking go, fucking apologize. I'm trying to be. We're guests here, mate. We're guests of the king. You go apologize. All right, we got to stay here." And Bunk's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, man." Oh, you dead bunk goes off to apologize and the fish kids are like oh come with me it's fine we'll go hunting outside of the reef you know guess what there's gonna be trouble here they gave you the fish friends gave each other a kind of look as like let's set this punk up they take him out beyond the reef they leave him there and he's like guys where are you guys guys where he's got his own like fish fucking motorbike whatever it is he can just go off i don't know why he was freaking out avatar shark comes tries to eat him just before he's about to get eaten avatar whale saves him this big fucking whale with like nine eyes turns out the whale's friendly and it turns out like bonk can talk to the avatar people can talk to like the animal the whales they can talk they talk so he's like tell me why are you an outcast and the whale's like subtitles i don't want to talk about it it's too painful Turns out that the fucking whales are like some like super intelligent species, even though they're whales. And they, you can't be that intelligent if you haven't got fingers. I'm sorry, you're stumped. Apparently, they like compose music. They have like poems and shit. It's mental. Turns out that they all decided that we're going to get Gandhi on that ass, and they were they weren't going to use violence anymore, right? They were going to be. Um, pacifists pacifish they're going to be pacifishes but he out of revenge led this attack against the earthlings uh, i need to say english then sorry but i mean come on it's it's colonialism 101 it's an allegory for the english really if you look hard enough or you don't even have to look hard enough it's colonialism anyway they all got killed uh, and he was made an outcast so that's ridiculous subtitled like full conversations with a fucking avatar whale there's a scene where more whales turn up and the queen avatar water woman <laughs> is like your calf is beautiful. She's like doing sign language to the whale's eye. And the whale's like, subtitles, thanks. And how's your baby? (laughs) I was crying. Anyway, 
whale person's like, fuck this. The kids get kidnapped. The whale person attacks. The fuck Zoe Saldana's character, right, was like a main protagonist. She was like the Jake Sully and her. He was a, she was a love interest, but she taught him how to be a Navi, right? She's just resigned. She's like the only thing she really does in the film is be in a hut and complain while she's like literally doing laundry or cooking or something. It's crazy. She just complained. They have a montage scene where they all learn to like use water, and she's just not involved. Right, so she's just resigned to hut wife. But then Army Man gets the kids. She fucking goes animalistic, right? She turns into an absolute, like, weird panther blue alien woman, half scared, half horny. So she grabs Spider, who's Army Man's kid, and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill him. Give me my kid or I'm going to kill him. None of the Avatar people, Jake Slay and that, none of them are like, whoa, don't do that. That's Spider. He's like our mate. Like, he's part of the family. Why are you doing that? They all just don't say anything. Eventually, she doesn't kill him. Yada, yada, yada. They defeat those boat people, the boat human who are hunting fish. Then they, like, cut to Jake Sully. He's like, this is war. Setting up for Avatar 3 and 4 and 5. And that's basically it. It's the, dumb, it's the dumbest fucking movie, but it's way worth a watch. I mean, it took 13 years to make, so at the very least, you owe it that out of respect. But it's fucking dumb. They've gone, he's gone nuts in it. So I have no idea what 3, 4, or 5 is going to be, but this is fucking absolutely mental but i recommend it but all, the, all they had to do was like put one hand at the start of the film one hand at the end and just fucking squeeze it together just cut an hour out of it that's all you need to do take one hour take the 45 minute boy and whale relationship out of it done i don't need a backstory of these intelligent whales just get rid of it i don't need any of it really to be honest do i i don't need any but here we are avatar 2 the water of the world the world of the water so yeah, that was my week. It was a bit deflating, but I'm very much looking forward to Christmas. Um, and one last thing I want to play is a very quick game of Could I Win? The game is called Could I Win? I'm just going to ask Siri right now. Hey Siri, give me a random animal. Okay, got a raccoon. Could I win against a raccoon? Absolutely, I could win against a raccoon as long as it doesn't as long as it doesn't get his little hands like on my trousers. I think I think if it got hold of my trousers, I'd be in trouble. But as long as it doesn't get in in my trousers or like a bit of my jacket or in my hood or something, I could definitely win against a raccoon. You just kick it or you just throw it, just kick or throw it or like poke it with a stick. I'd say four to five would be the limit. I think if five raccoons came at me, I I might not come out of that alive. But one to four raccoons, I reckon I'm fine. I reckon I'm fine. I reckon I can win against that. So that's, would I win against a raccoon? And the answer is yes. Brackets, no more than four. End brackets. Look, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you have an excellent Christmas. And I hope that Santa gives you all the gifts that you deserve. Because you know what? You do deserve it. You've been through a lot. And I, I just think it's nice. Just have a little joy before, fingers crossed, the asteroid comes. I'm willing it. I reckon if I can get enough enough people convinced consciously, we can draw an asteroid towards the Earth. Uh, so I'm start, I'm Team Asteroid, baby. Have a good Christmas. And if you want to see me be doing weird stuff on the internet, you can find me on Instagram at Jordan Ordinary. Come say hello. Come, come, just come, 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 come is cool. Come. <laughs> and you know what? I hope you have a lovely Christmas, guys. Have such a good Christmas. You know what? Have a good Christmas. Bye.